Have you ever been held back from pursuing your dream that you've had for many years because there's some sort of fear that you're not good enough or that you might fail? Have you ever been concerned or held back because of some potential pushback from family members who just don't understand your vision of the future or may not align with your dreams and aspirations? Well, that is what we're going to talk about today. Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the Welcome back, my friend. Oh, my goodness. This is a very special episode, not just because of the topic, which is incredibly special in and of itself, but this is episode number 700 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. 700. I wanted to do something incredibly special as far as a topic when it came to such a important number as far as episodes. The topic that I chose today was inspired by a conversation that has been sparked via email with somebody who was just introduced to my community. I was interviewed by my great friend, Graham Cochran, for his podcast, The Graham Cochran Show. Matter of fact, I might actually include that in a future episode of this podcast. It was a really great conversation, sparked a lot of response from his community. It resonated at a deep level. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll share that in a future episode of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. But right now, I want to share with you a piece of content that I created that includes the three most common fears that I've dealt with with hundreds and even witnessed in thousands of people over the last almost two decades that I've been doing this online business, coaching, mentoring, and consulting. Those fears are, what if I'm not good enough or what if I fail? Number two, imposter syndrome. Number three, what if my family doesn't support this? If any of these three items either resonate with you at a deep level, or if you're interested in learning more about what I might share about these three items, I'm going to play for you the audio of a video that I created in response to some dialogue that I had with this brand new member of my community. It's all set up in what you're about ready to hear right now. Recently, I was interviewed by my great friend, Graham Cochran, on his podcast. And at the end of that, I put a very strong call to action for people to sign up for my Free the Dream opening keynote message titled, All Beliefs Have Consequences. If you haven't seen that, by the way, you can have that for free right now over at mindsetanswerman.com slash free. I have it set up so that afterwards, 
when somebody watches that video, they get an email from me asking, did you get what I promised? If you go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free, you'll see that I promised some pretty big things. And of course, he said, yes, Cliff, I did get what you promised. In fact, here is a little bit of what he had shared with me. He said, I'm totally thrilled that Graham introduced us. Yes, you absolutely delivered on your promise. Thank you. I also started listening to Dan Miller's 48 Days book, that's 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller, on Audible per your mention. Thanks for that too. My ultimate dream is to develop the self-image and beliefs that allows me to consistently create value for others and live life freely on my terms. Along the way, I want to help aspiring fill-in-the-blank engineers learn the software skills to develop and program fill-in-the-blank plugins. Now, first of all, what are all those fill-in-the-blanks? I chose to remove this person's name and any details that would specify which niche that he is in. And the reason for that is because this topic, I've dealt with this with countless clients over the years, and it's something that I figured, you know what, I want to share something specifically with this individual, which I'm going to send this video, and then I figure, well, this will be a powerful piece of content that a lot of other people need to hear, because this is very common. I know so many people who struggle with this. Now, when I get an email, that's a response where I've asked, did I get what I've what I promised, and he's expressing so much gratitude and how much he's already been impacted, and then he's sharing with me what his dream is, what his ultimate dream is. I'm, I'm kind of invested at that point, and as I'm actually saying all of this to you, it occurs to me that he actually wrote more in his email, which even made me more likely to respond to him, because he expressed something that is so common and resonated at such a deep level, because Everyone I work with goes through these things. Let me share the rest of the email with you. He says, I struggle with self-limiting fear and imposter syndrome. Even in my 20 plus year engineering career at Elite Fill in the Blank, the people I work with are amazing, but the work itself has lost all its joy. And I feel like I'm just marking time while I slowly ride it out to retirement wearing my golden handcuffs. I'm looking forward to the remainder of Free the Dream. Now, at this point, this individual has communicated a great deal to me. I already have a heart and a desire, and there's other information that was included in his original email that has so much personal detail and this is this is clearly somebody that I wanted to support, I want to encourage, I wanted to reach out in any way that I can. He's already expressing that he's ready to dive into the full Free the Dream online course, which of course you can buy at freethedreamcourse.com. At this point, I already know that he's going to go through this course and... I'm like, I I really want to make sure that he's set up for the greatest amount of benefit from it. So I asked him a couple of questions. In fact, you might be interested in these three very powerful questions. I asked, number one, what specific fears hold you back when you think about making a change or stepping into a new role as a mentor for fill-in-the-blank engineers and this other fill-in-the-blank? So what is it? 
with when it comes to your niche stepping into this position, what fears, what specific fears are holding you back? Number two, how would your life and work look if you could break free from those golden handcuffs and fully embrace your passion? And number three, what actions have you already taken to overcome your imposter syndrome and how have they worked for you so far? Each one of these three questions have a lot of meaning behind them. And when I submit questions to people who are in my community who are engaging with me via email or direct message or whatever form, I like to see how coachable someone is, how much they're willing to dig deep into their responses. And I got some responses back from this individual, and I wonder if any of these responses will resonate with you. Let's take a look and see what we got here. So the first question is, what specific fears are holding you back when you think about making a change or stepping into a new role as a mentor in this niche industry? And he says this, I'm fearful that I don't have what it truly takes and I will fail. Intellectually, I know this isn't true, but at a gut level, it is there. I'm fearful that I will get pushback from my family once I start to invest significant time to make this change. Now, as soon as I read this, I'm like, okay, I know I wanna respond to this individual. I wanna share some of my experiences, some of my thoughts based upon this. Also, the other answers to his questions. But first, I wanna talk about real quickly this fear of imposter syndrome. First and foremost, it is a valid fear. I don't know anyone who is successful who has not experienced imposter syndrome. In fact, I don't know anyone who is successful who doesn't consistently try to attempt new things that they've never done before and they experience imposter syndrome over and over and over again as they're always stretching and growing beyond where they are currently seeing success. So, imposter syndrome is a real thing and the question is, is how do you overcome it? I will share with you how I overcome and have overcome so many instances of imposter syndrome. For me personally, it has been reaching out to other people who are already doing what it is that I want to do, people who have already figured it out. Ideally, somebody who was where I was or where I currently am and who navigated the specific challenges that I'm currently facing, the biggest hurdles and obstacles, I'm trying, the hurdles. <laughs> what are the biggest obstacles and hurdles that I'm trying, trying to overcome right now? Is there anybody out there who's been where I am now who's overcome all of this stuff, who's already figured it out, role modeling, find somebody who's already succeeding in the area where you want to find success and then learn from them. Now, one of the things I will tell you, and, and we'll get into some strategy here in a little bit, but the fact is, is that formulas and frameworks and techniques and all of that st other stuff, just because it worked for them may not mean that it will work for you. Now, when I do mentoring and coaching, I steer towards the mindset side of things. I don't 
go into a ton of frameworks, formulas, and strategies, although I have them and I give them. What I do when I give somebody advice related to a framework or a formula, I say, listen, this is all autobiographical. This right here is what worked for me, and it has everything to do with what I had as resources that I had developed over the years. It happened to be based upon my network, my persona, my personality, all of the things that I had going for me. And if you just take the formula and the framework and the step-by-step things that I share with you what I did and think that it's gonna work with you, it it doesn't always work out that way. So we'll get into that more in just a moment. But for me, finding somebody who's already worked it out and who has overcome the challenges that I think are insurmountable, that number one has been huge. Another thing that I've done is I have read lots of books from people who have shared their stories of going through similar things, navigating from employee over to the mindset of an employer or a business owner or full-time self-employed, whatever it is that you're going into, find people who have books that are experts in their in your industry even talking about this, how can you create what it is that you want to create. There are already people out there who have written and documented decades of what they've learned and what they've experienced, trials and errors that you can jump right into and learn right away. You can go to workshops, you can sign up for mastermind groups and become a part of an affinity group who shares your passion for creating what it is that you wanna create. You can hire a coach. These are all things that I've done over the years to help me overcome that fear of I'm not good enough, there's no way I can overcome this, I'm an imposter, who would listen Who would listen to me? Why? Why would somebody hire me when they could go and find these people that I look up to that already have products and services, trust me, there are answers to all of those questions, and I promise you, if you talk to the right people, you will overcome every single one of those particular fears. Let's just project you into the future for just a moment. Let's just assume that you read a couple of books, you find some role models, you find some people who have already done what it is that you're doing, you've become convinced that this is possible. Yes, even you can do it. You've worked with a coach that's helped you overcome some of your limiting beliefs or you've went through, let's say, the Free the Dream course that you're gonna go through. You, you've got all of this stuff going for you and then you step out in faith and you create this thing and you have moved beyond it. And let's just say that Okay, you have a couple of temporary defeats. You have some things that don't go according to plan. Not it, it wasn't a plug and play formula or framework or strategy or plan that somebody gave you that worked instantly for you. But you figured it out. Maybe it took you a couple of months. Maybe it took you a couple of years, but you finally got it all worked out. You're now completely free of the golden handcuffs and and you're out there full-time self-employed. Everything's going incredibly well. You fast forward five years, you've been doing this, maybe 10 years, and you're starting to get bored and you're like, wait, wait a second. You know what, I really thought this is what I wanted to do with my life. But quite frankly, I'm at this place where now I'm kind of bored of teaching the same thing for a decade. I think what I'd really like to do is this. And guess what you're gonna face? You're gonna face that same imposter syndrome. It's gonna come back. It's okay, it's normal and you can overcome it with all the things that I just shared. All right, next up, 
fear of pushback from family. Well, first of all, I want to share with you that I experienced fear of what my parents would say when I thought I was when I was going to leave my business. I thought for sure, for me personally, I was in a family-run insurance agency. I worked for my mom and dad for 12 years. I was next in line to take over this insurance agency that was started by my grandfather in 1937. And here I was, at the time, I wanted to leave that absolute rock-solid career that had been landed in my lap. I was incredibly financially successful. I was in. I was one of the top insurance agents in property, casualty, life, health, and business. At the top of my game, and yet I had a heart and a passion for creating content that entertains, educates, encourages, and inspires. And I'm like, I wonder what life would be like if I could go out and create content and encourage people and make a living doing this stuff that I've been doing online, this podcasting stuff. I thought, there's no way my parents are going to support this. Well, for me, I didn't talk about my dream. I felt guilt and shame for having such a dream. Then eventually one day, my wife comes to me and says, okay, you have to go and tell your, da- your dad you're leaving the business. I want my husband back. I, the kids need their father back. You absolutely know this is the right thing. We both know this is the right thing for us to do as a family. Go tell your dad you're putting your notice in. And I went in the next day to give my 90-day notice, thinking for sure he was going to talk me out of it. And lo and behold, what happened was I had created this image in my mind or this this moving picture, this vision of how my dad would react, and it wasn't anything like that at all. In fact, when I told him, he says, you know what, I've been waiting for months for you to come in and tell me that you were ready to leave the business. And he says, I think this is an incredible opportunity for you. You've always been this technology guy. You've always been an early adopter. What you're going to do in this field will far outweigh what you could do owning this insurance agency. And you know how much money you could earn here. He said, number one, you could always come back, but number two, I don't think you ever will. That's what my dad said. And oh my gosh, you talk about fear and imposter syndrome. Whew, I had never experienced that low of emotional lows before in my life and that high of emotional highs over those next 90 days. It was a roller coaster. And then it was a roller coaster for the whole first year of my business. And did I fail? Yes, I failed at so many things. But you know what? I made it through and ultimately grew a business that uh, at one year made $240,000, went to $350,000, went to a half million dollars. And in one 12 month year or one 12 month period of time from June to June of one particular year, I think it was 2013 to 2014, generated $750,000 in income. Solopreneur, almost no overhead, working from home. I built the home that I live in with a, a massive next level studio. So, It didn't happen overnight, and there was a lot of things that had to go, but man, I had the support of my dad to leave the family business when I thought for sure, and I felt guilt and shame for even dreaming the dream. Now, this may not be the case for you. I, You heard a part of that story is that my wife supported this decision. One of the things that I can tell you is why my wife supported that decision. It might be something of valuable insight for you. And that is to prove that there's a way forward, 
of self time of self employment. You see, this whole idea of becoming full time self employed and owning a business—it's not brand new information. There are people who have done this before, and yes, there is plenty of track record of absolute failed businesses. The thing is, though, most of those business owners don't upgrade their peer groups. They don't read lots of books. They don't study. They don't improve their mindsets. They don't do all of these things. If you want to get your spouse on board, I have a couple of things here. So one of the things I had, there was already proof of income before I made the leap. So when I began to dream about leaving my careers in insurance, the thought for me was, man, I wonder what life would be like if I could do this for a living instead of selling insurance. And so I began to dream about that. Eventually, I overcame my fear and my guilt and shame of having the dream, and I began to talk to people about it. And as I began to talk to people about it, they gave me all sorts of ideas of things that I could do to generate income. This is well before I ever went to my dad and sat in his office and gave my 90-day notice. This is about a year before that. I had already started to test the waters of, for me, it was income streams such as advertising for podcasts, sponsorship from listeners, a paid program, uh, tutorials, one-on-one coaching, teaching people how to podcast, the skill that I had. And as a result of all of that, I was at the place where I was working somewhere between 20 to 30 hours a week on this side business, but it was generating between three to $5,000 a month after one year. And it was because of that that my wife was like, wait a second, okay, I know that you make a lot more from the insurance office, but what would happen if you had your highest productivity hours, Monday through Friday, these these prime hours with all of your highest amount of time, effort, energy, and devoted. Right now, this is just getting the leftovers and you're making three to 5,000. What would happen if you could devote it all your time? This was a very clear picture of my wife's belief and faith in what I had created already on the side. So could you create something on the side that actually allows you to demonstrate your ability for this to be a profitable venture, to somewhat alleviate some of the fears that are potentially there? So that's something to consider. One of the things that you wanna do is have clear communication. It's absolutely required. You wanna work together to discuss the fears that you might have with your spouse if you are married. Create a game plan that can be agreed upon. I've known people who have decided, you know what, here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to, how about if I devote X number of hours and put some boundaries on this thing, Maybe set, you know what, no more than 15 to 20 hours a week devoted to this side business. And here are the days and the hours that we agree upon. This is where now we'll work on it. And we will give until X date to create this much revenue on a consistent basis. If we get there, then we can discuss whether or not to continue to move forward, what the new game plan, new goal should be, and whether or not we should create some sort of leap day from the day job. Or if we get to this part, we'll actually evaluate and say, hey, we haven't hit our goals. Should I continue to try a different approach? Or is this maybe something that you know isn't the right time for us, given the fact that the kids are where they are and all this other scenario? Maybe this is something I try later. 
these are the things that you want to have as discussions. But if the family you're talking about are people who are not reliant upon you financially for their their support, I wouldn't give too much thought to that. Certainly, you don't want to end relationships. But if the family that you're speaking of is your spouse, uh, I definitely make sure that you get on board, create a plan. Don't just quit your day job and just go try this thing. Also, don't just go all in and make your wife a kind of like a, a, an online business entrepreneurial widow, if you will. And unfortunately, that's kind of how I did things. And it's one of the things I don't regret. But looking back, I recognize knowing the things I know today, I did not need to do things the way that I did it. I could have succeeded financially so much faster and I could have gotten so much further if I would have implemented the things that I talked about earlier, finding a role model who is already doing it, surrounding myself with people who are already doing what I want to do, upgrading my peer group, being in a paid mastermind group, or even a free mastermind group for that matter, or hiring a coach to answer my specific questions to help me overcome my very specific limiting beliefs that are detailed inside of me with specific conversations I had with people as I was a kid. Uh, I, yeah. I think you can overcome this fear of pushback with family by just sitting down and creating a game plan. What are each of the fears that you have related to pushback from family? Who are the family members that you're, uh, exper- who you anticipate pushback from? What? Why do you think there will be pushback th- there? What are the reasons for their fear? for you what are what are the answers and the solutions to their th- their thoughts of potential problems all of this can be handled if it's what you truly want to do all right let's move on fear of not having what it takes you mentioned the fact that you said intellectually i know this is not true but somewhere in my gut this feeling is still there and the feeling is real it, it is true. The reality is, is if you have not owned a business before and you have not generated reliable, consistent, profitable income from running a business, you currently do not have what it takes. It's just the reality. You do not have the skills, the routines, the mindset to do these things. But that's okay because nobody else did before they started. You're not going to immediately get all of these from a single workshop, from a single coaching program, from a single course or any of that. It's only by getting in and working through step by step and creating a plan and having a goal that, not a goal, but a decision, putting to death any other option that I will create this. But here's how I'm going to do it. This is the game plan. And begin to create actions that will support it based upon what you're learning from books and mastermind groups and coaches and workshops and courses. Begin to work that. But work with people who can help you overcome the individual temporary defeats, the, the, the these issues that come up along the way. And they will come up. They will come up. But you can overcome them. If your desire is strong enough, to get past the inevitable temporary defeats, your why will eventually lead you to the way that will work for you. So as I'm saying here, you may not have what it takes, but you can acquire it. All right, moving forward, let's see here. How would your life and your work look 
if you could break free from those golden handcuffs and fully embrace your passion. And here's what he said. Breaking free would be liberating, more exciting, and would better enable my creative and contribution goals. Now, one of the things that I would do is I would sit down with this individual and say, what does freedom mean to you? When you say it's more exciting, in what ways would it be exciting? What are the exciting things that you would do? What creative outlets would you use and employ? How do you envision yourself doing that? And what are your contribution goals? I would even get more detailed into these uh, scenarios. And when I'm working with a client, one of the things that I do is I create an experience, an environment for them to put themselves into the future, to see this actually in their mind taking place. Three years into the future, this is, you've got everything that you've ever wanted, it's all worked out, even beyond your wildest imagination. Tell me, what does your life look like? How does your day look on an average work day? What are you doing? Who are your clients? What success stories do you have to tell me? And we literally sit down and create this vision of the future. And this is a great start, but it would be something we would flesh out because it's only when you have that picture of the future. And if you can actually see that picture of the future so clearly, so vividly, that you feel it in your bones emotionally, then the idea of not achieving it is like taking that away from you. And if it can be taken away, if you can walk away from this thing, if you can actually give up on actually having that, then don't even pursue this. If you can walk away, walk away. If somebody can talk you out of this dream, don't pursue it. But if you can actually visualize this dream and feel it and then know, I must have this, this is what I meant for, then that's what it takes to actually overcome all of the obstacles that will inevitably come your way. What actions have you taken to overcome your imposter syndrome and how have they worked for you so far? So I specifically wondered if he'd already done anything in this area. And I love the detail that he's given me here. So first he says, at 23 years old, after floundering around in college, I invested in Tony Robbins' personal power two in 1990 and literally wore those cassette tapes out. First and foremost, I'm a huge fan of personal power two. In fact, I have it right there. I don't think you can see it, but I have Personal Power 2 behind me. I've listened to Personal Power 2 over 30 times myself. It is one of my favorite audio programs from Tony Robbins, and I'm thrilled that you have gone through that. So awesome stuff. I love it. Next, in the 15 years that followed, I achieved most of my goals. Congratulations, by the way from that goal-setting workshop that's included. Mostly external thing goals. This is awesome, I think this is amazing. However, I think my imposter syndrome was there all along. It has been, I can assure you, and it always will be every time you do something new. And I've just glossed over it by quote-unquote achieving things to prove to myself that I'm not a failure. Well, by the way, Setting goals and achieving them to prove yourself that you can do it and that you're not an imposter 
to overcome that, I think that's great. As far as doing anything to prove that you're not a failure, this is a deep-held belief that so many people have. In fact, I used to have this belief as well. And I promise you, you are absolutely not a failure. You will never have the potential of being a failure. And this is only something that we could go deep and help you reset your belief systems about what being a failure actually is and how you could never do that. It's just not possible. So there are beliefs about what it means to have success and what it means to fail. Those things need to be cleared up because one of your potential fears for moving forward in your dream, for stepping into some sort of new role or to creating a business, one of your fears is that you might fail. And you know what? It's a very real possibility. You might fail. It does not mean that you are a failure. It depends on how you even define failure. There may be no such thing depending on how you begin to reframe what failure is. Failure, in my mind, isn't actually failure. Failure is always a learning. It's it's just data. It's new results that I can evaluate, that I can learn from. I can definitely improve all of my approaches moving forward with what I've learned from the results that I got from this action or this plan that I've just implemented. There is no such thing as failure. Now, with that being said, what what you or some other people may be defining as failure, have I failed? Countless times. But it's what I've learned from all of those things. And the fact that I didn't die, and the fact that I know for a fact I am not a failure, and I have no potential of being a failure, that's what helps me succeed in the things that I create today. Even though, whenever I try something new, I still... I still bump up against some new levels of imposter syndrome. Now, I want to share with you my overall feedback. First of all, your ultimate dream is to develop the self-image and beliefs that allow you to consistently create value for others and live life on your terms. Now, given that that is your ultimate dream, it does not require that you leave your day job. It does not require that you create your own side hustle, your own online business. It's not required. And you certainly, if you do create a side hustle, a side business, it's not required that you ever go full-time self-employed. You can actually do your ultimate dream of developing your self-image and beliefs that allows you to constantly create value for others and live life freely on your terms. There are other ways that you, there are other vehicles for getting what you are wanting there. What you want there are some emotional states. There are are values. You want freedom. You want a little bit more control over your time and your effort and your energy. You want to have more freedom and flexibility to contribute and add value in ways that are more meaningful to you. All of those things are things that you want. There are multiple ways to get those things. And owning a business may just be one of the options. It's clearly one that you've indicated that you're possibly interested in, but it's not the only way. All right, next. You said you want to help aspiring engineers learn software skills to develop and develop and program certain types of plugins. All right, this is wonderful. You could create a podcast today. You could create a YouTube channel today. You could create a newsletter today. All of those things could be done today. 
If you haven't already started them, I would encourage you to just begin. Play around with it. Everything that I'm doing today, all of it started as a hobby. These are things that I had originally no intention of ever monetizing. I was an incredibly financial successful insurance agent when I got started in podcasting. But I just had a desire to give and to contribute, to add value in very specific ways, and I chose to do it. And then all of a sudden, the dream to to take it to the next level was there. I would encourage you to start doing those things today without the pressure of turning it into an income-generating thing. Where can you start just to have fun with this? Where can you begin to build a little bit of a community of people that you can support in this area just to give you that fulfillment that you're looking for? and see if that takes you anywhere. That might be a first step. Then finally, the people you work with are amazing, you said, but the work itself has lost all its joy, and you feel like you're just marking time while you slowly ride it out to retirement, wearing your golden handcuffs. I've worked with so many people who wanna escape a what they call a soul-sucking day job, so they can have the freedom and flexibility to go out and create that self-employed lifestyle, that entrepreneurial lifestyle that, that allows for so much freedom. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I've helped hundreds of people make this transition one-on-one and through my online uh, mastermind group and so many other ways through the courses and content creation over the years. And personally, watching 40,000 people launch a podcast through my old brand of Podcast Answer Man. So I've seen this, and I wanna tell you, it's no easy road when you've lived a lifetime as an employee. It's a unique challenge in and of itself to make the shifts in the mindset that support what it takes to be a successful online business owner. Regardless of anybody's promise of their 90-day program to get you to six figures or whatever the dollar figures they tell you you can get to, I'm gonna tell you, I haven't found anyone who's taken and invested in those courses and actually achieved those results. With the very very few exceptions of people who already had resources where they had a community and a mailing list of 100,000 or more people already or 50,000 or more on their mailing list. So if there's anything, go start your mailing list today. Get that thing. Start growing it. Start serving people. But certainly what I want to encourage you with this last item here is you can actually shift the way that you see your day job. You can actually reframe that and you can create new associations so that the work you're doing in your day job is actually more fulfilling without the need of creating a business. You can actually have that freedom that you're desiring in your current day job. If your heart is set on creating this, you could also have that. But the thing, the reason why I think it's absolutely essential to deal with this this fact that you feel like you're just uh, marking time while slowly writing it out to retirement The thing is, is if you don't reframe that and see that opportunity and the gift that's there, that's gonna be your biggest asset in whatever transition is necessary, especially if you are needing to help your spouse overcome some fears about the financial decisions that are involved here. So lots of things to consider, but I just wanted to share with you that every fear that you have, are you good enough? Yes, you're good enough. Number two, do you have what it takes? Probably not, but you can get everything that it takes. 
Is there a possibility that you're dealing with imposter syndrome? Yeah, welcome to the club. We all have it and we all overcome it if we truly desire what we want on the other side. The ways that we overcome it is through finding role models who have already done it, reading success stories that prove to us that it can be done, upgrading our peer group, join a mastermind group of people who can help you remind yourself of just how possible this is for you and help you overcome some of the limiting beliefs, who can help you come up with some of the strategies to develop and employ, who can help you evaluate results, who can help you overcome negative beliefs and and associations to some temporary setbacks. All of this stuff, imposter syndrome can be dealt with. Your concern about pushback from your family, it's absolutely something that can be handled. I can tell you if if my friend Chris Nelson, if he can overcome all of the things he overcame to leave his day job and become full-time self-employed, then I can promise you, you will be able to leave it. My friend Chris Nelson came to me many years ago. He had the full support of his wife, by the way, to to exit the day job and to pursue his dream. And he came to me with a desire to create a strategy, a plan. And after working with me for an entire day with my Day with Cliff mentoring package, by the way, you can learn about this access at daywithcliff.com. It's right there, daywithcliff.com. Anyway, Chris Nelson came, he left with his strategy, and then all of a sudden his employer tells him, hey, just wanna let you know, if you're thinking about earning income on the outside, your employment contract says no, you can't have that. And that put a little bit of an obstacle there. Then he was actually diagnosed with uh, a pretty advanced stage of prostate cancer. And then he's like, well, I guess the dream is dead. And I said, well, is that, is, are you throwing the towel in or, or do you still want the dream? He goes, well, I don't see how it's possible. I said, would you like to talk about how it's possible? And so we got on a call and we had to adjust the strategy. We, we could no longer validate products and services. We had to figure out how is he gonna get health insurance because he didn't think that was gonna be a possibility and all this other stuff. And you know what? Today, Chris Nelson has been full-time self-employed. He has been absolutely crushing it with his business. It, it, it's just absolutely fascinating of what's possible when you're absolutely committed to having that dream. And it's not for everyone, but, Hopefully today, I've given you some tools and some insights, some ideas of how to proceed if you have these fears. Well, there you go. That was the content that was inspired by my exchange with this brand new member in my community. I imagine that some of what I shared here today resonated with you. I know we all, whether we're starting a business or just jumping into anything new, we sometimes can get this crippling fear that holds us, these invisible chains that hold us back because we fear that we're not good enough, that we might fail, and that might indicate some belief that we are a failure. Or we may believe that we won't have the support that we need from those that we love and respect so much and we desire their validation. We might have all sorts of obstacles that stand in our way that seems like, I just don't have what it takes. Well, hopefully today, this message has given you some hope, some encouragement, some new insight to ponder. 
And it is a super honor for me to know that this individual that I've been exchanging communication back and forth with, he is currently going through my free The Dream online course. You can get this, by the way, over at freethedreamcourse.com. In this course, you will learn exactly what your beliefs are, where they came from, what questions can you ask to find out what limiting beliefs are holding you back from living life on your terms to making the most out of the life that you have while you're here on this planet? Are you wasting away or are you intentionally creating the life of your dreams? Free the Dream Online course helps you ask the right questions to get clarity about what it is your dreams even are if you've lost touch with your ability to dream since you were a kid. And then once you have your dreams and you've discovered what limiting beliefs might be holding you back, this course teaches you how to eliminate those limiting beliefs, how to replace them with empowering alternative beliefs. It teaches you a great deal about human personality, why you do the things you do, the three most vital decisions you are making every moment of the day that determine the quality of your life. What are you focused on? What does it mean? And what are you going to do as a result of it? <laughs> and then you'll there's even a workshop in there for a 10-step proven formula for how to achieve any goal and so much more over at freethedreamcourse.com. As I was going through and doing editing and all these other things, I recognized that there is one thing I didn't say about my dear friend Chris Nelson. Not only has he been successfully in business for the last several years and he's knocking it out of the park today, he's also cancer-free. He's just such an amazing individual and he's no more special, though, then you are. The only thing that's different is that he invested in the things that I talked about. He's invested in mastermind groups. He's invested in coaching and upgrading his peer group. He's invested in taking his professional knowledge to the next level. He's signed up for courses. He's read books. He's studied from people who are role models. He's done all of these things to attain what it is that he didn't have that it took before. Today, he has those things over the course of several years. His path has not been easy. In fact, I might bring Chris on at some point in the future and have him share his full story with you. If you would like to have the opportunity to do what Chris Nelson did, to come and spend an entire day of one-on-one -on -one mentoring with me here in the Next Level studio, in the, the Next Level workshop space where I hold these workshops in my home in Northern Kentucky, an entire day where you can break free from your typical routine environment, come over here, let me hold an environment and a space for you to think clearly, to be able to reignite your passions for what it is you wanna create in this world, to dream big dreams, to ask me anything, anything you'd like to cover for an entire day of one-on-one -on -one mentoring. And then we just go out and celebrate our day together with dinner, either the night before or actually the day of. If you are interested in spending a day with me, head over to daywithcliff.com and learn about what's involved, who it's for, if it's a good fit for you, read some of the case studies there, and then 
apply for your day with Cliff over at daywithcliff.com. I look forward to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. Mindset and man.